0: Conclusion of Hands of Iceland by Victor Hugo Translated by Abby Langdon Alger. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Sonia. Conclusion What I said in jest, you took seriously. Old Spanish Romance King Alfonso to Bernard. For a fortnight, the events which we have just related formed the sole topic of conversation in the town and province of Trondheim judged from the various standpoints of the various speakers the people of the town who had waited in vain to see seven successive executions began to despair of ever having that pleasure and purblind old women declared that on the night of the lamentable fire at the barracks they had seen hans of iceland fly up in the flames laughing amid the blaze as he dashed the burning roof of the building upon the munkholm musketeers when after an absence which to his ethel seemed an age Ordner returned to the Lion of Schleswig Tower, accompanied by General Levin de Knud and Chaplain Athanasius Munder. Schumacher was walking in the garden, leaning on his daughter. The young couple found it hard not to rush into each other's arms, but they were forced to be content with a look. Schumacher affectionately grasped Ordner's hand and greeted the two strangers in a friendly manner. "'Young man,' said the aged captive, "'may heaven bless your return.' "'Sir,' replied ordener i have just arrived having seen my father at bergen i would now embrace my father at munkholm what do you mean asked the old man in great surprise that you must give me your daughter noble sir my daughter exclaimed the prisoner turning to the confused and blushing ethel yes my lord i love your ethel i have devoted my life to her she is mine schumacker's face clouded you are a brave and noble youth my son although your father has done me much harm i forgive him for your sake and i should be glad to sanction this marriage but there is an obstacle what is it sir asked ordener anxiously you love my daughter but are you sure that she loves you the two lovers cast at each other a rapid glance of mute amazement yes continued the father i am sorry for I love you and would gladly call you son, but my daughter would never consent. She has recently confessed her aversion for you, and since your departure she is silent whenever I speak of you and seems to avoid all thought of you as if you were odious to her. You must give up your love for her, ordener. Never fear, love may be cured as well as hatred. My lord, exclaimed the astonished ordener, father cried ethel clasping her hands do not be alarmed my daughter interrupted the old man i approve of this marriage but you do not i will never force your inclinations ethel this last fortnight has wrought a great change in me you are free to choose for yourself athanasius Munda smiled she is not he said you are mistaken dear father added Ethel taking courage i do not hate ordener what cried her father i am resumed ethel she hesitated ordener knelt at the old man's feet she is my wife father forgive me as my other father has forgiven me and bless your children schumacker surprised in his turn blessed the young couple i have cursed so many people in my lifetime said he that i now seize every opportunity for blessing but explain all was made clear to him he wept with emotion gratitude and love i thought myself wise i am old and i did not understand the heart of a young girl <sighs> and so i am mrs ordener guldenlew said ethel with childlike delight ordener guldenlew rejoined old schumacker you are a better man than i for in the day of my prosperity i would never have stooped to wed the penniless and disgraced daughter of an unfortunate prisoner the general took the old man's hand and offered him a roll of parchment saying do not speak thus count here are your titles which the king long since sent you by this polson his majesty now adds a free pardon such is the dowry of your daughter countess dunnesky pardon freedom repeated the enraptured ethel countess daneskjold added her father yes count continued the general your honours and estates are restored to whom do i owe all this asked the happy schumacker to general levin de knud answered ordener levin de knud did i not tell you governor that levin de knud was the best of men but why did he not bring me the good news himself where is he ordner pointed in surprise to the smiling weeping general here the recognition of the two who had been comrades in the days of their youth and power was a touching one schumacher's heart swelled his acquaintance with hans had destroyed his hatred of man his acquaintance with ordner and levin taught him to love them the gloomy wedding in the cell was soon celebrated by brilliant festivities life smiled upon the young couple who had smiled at death count d'ahlefeld saw that they were happy this was his most cruel punishment athanasius manda shared their joy he obtained the pardon of his twelve convicts and Ordner added that of his former companions in misfortune Cannibal, jonas and norbith who returned free and happy to inform the appeased miners that the king released them from the protectorate Schumacher did not long enjoy the union of ethel and ordener Liberty and happiness were too much for him. He went to enjoy a different happiness and a different freedom. He died that same year, sixteen ninety nine, his children accepting this blow as a warning that there is no perfect bliss in this world. He was buried in Vere Church, upon an estate in Jutland, belonging to his son in law, and his tomb preserves all the titles of which captivity deprived him. From the marriage of Ordner and Ethel sprang the race of the Counts of Daneskjold. End of conclusion. End of Hans of Iceland by Victor Hugo. Translated by Abby Langdon Alger. Recording by Sonia. Thank you for listening.